What's up, fam? Welcome to another episode of Candid Conversations. I'm your host, Mark D. Like we always do at the beginning of the show, giving a shout out to different entrepreneurs and different individuals. First of all, definitely giving a shout out to my sister, Aries Owens. Like I always say, go and cop her book, Hear Me Out. You can follow her here on Facebook as well as over on IG. Um, also giving a shout out to the big homie, Gary Crenshaw at the G-Spot Car Wash and Detailing over on Hayden Road in East Cleveland, Ohio. Also giving a shout out to my brother, Dwayne. Um, you can follow him, Megadon216, at Megadon216 over on IG. Um, him and his lovely wife uh, do shows every week. So go and check them out, family. Also giving a shout out, uh, last week I forgot until the end of the show, um, but it is on the front of my mind this, this week. So um, if you're looking to get your vehicle ceramic coating here in Ohio, uh, me and my big brother, the big homie, Rodney Dukes, we have our uh, detailing ceramic coating and accessory center out in North Ridgeville, Ohio. So if you're looking to maintain, especially during the winter months, if you're looking to maintain your vehicle, um, hit us up, uh, inboxes. Like I said, you can inbox me directly or you can reach out to the homie Rodney Dukes himself. Um, all right, now just jumping right in. Um, it's been a crazy week. And for those who haven't seen Friday's show, um, I explained thoroughly my thoughts on the situation as far as the capital coup um so you can go and check that broadcast out <clears throat> to get my full perspective on that uh but nevertheless uh we know that it, it continues and we see that um the system of white supremacy is turning on itself um we see that um i will not i personally won't be satisfied until these individuals, you know, we, we, we've seen news clips of them getting arrested, which means nothing um, in this corrupt system, because we know that they protect each other. We know that we see that um, these people need to get charged, um, sent, prosecuted and sentenced. You know, um, if you believe in the Constitution, then that's what it is. Um, we see that some of these people I've expressed to people before, I've expressed to, I've expressed to the family before, that these individuals who stand behind uh, this corrupt system of injustice and um, the system of white supremacy, these are your teachers. These are the police officers that are supposed to protect and serve you. Um, as we see, um, we, we know that police officers rarely um, get fired. Um, they get let go and they get reassigned. Like I said, the system protects itself. And right now, um, it is my belief that what is going on is, is that they knew, first of all, everybody has, everybody knows Trump's ideology. Everyone knows. And just like 
the proclaimed forefathers of this country, the forefathers believed in white supremacy. They themselves said it. Uh, it's written in some of their memoirs and in some of their books. Uh, so they stood behind that. So it hasn't changed. Uh, I, 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 I express to people all the time when it comes to racism, racism is a system put in place to demean and demoralize and to subjugate those who the system feels is of lesser value. I.e., blacks have been at the bottom of the system since slavery. Those are the facts. That's history. I'm not saying anything that is not it is not my opinion. It's not conjecture. These are the facts. All right. So when it comes to them speaking about this lift all act um, that VP Kamala Harris um, is championing, you know, with black people at the bottom, if we're lifting everyone up and not giving foundational black Americans their due just and justice, uh, you can pick a five gallon bucket up and sit it on the table, the bottom of the bucket is still going to be at the bottom of the bucket. It's not, it doesn't change. And that's just, that's where we're at, you know, and I'm a firm believer. I'm a firm advocate, you know, of getting, getting what is owed to us, you know, and we see that with this pandemic, um, they quickly, they have quickly within a year's time given out resources. So when it comes to foundational black Americans, there is no excuse on why they are unable to give us the resources. Now, I understand why, um, you know, one of the presidents even said himself that he relishes the day. If God is a just God, you know, what will happen to this country? You know, and he said it himself. Now, going back to what is going on with Trump and going on with this Capitol coup. They knew about it. There's videos around that the Capitol police are allowing these individuals to come in different gates and to come in the Capitol. Now we know um, that if it was, a group of black protesters, we already know what would have happened to them. Uh, we, we, we seen, you know, the famous photo that floats around with, uh, um, the peaceful protest in front of the Capitol, um, seeking justice for foundational black Americans, you know, during these senseless murders, like I said, that these police officers, the police officers that are, that are posing the individuals that are posing as police officers, but stand within the system of white supremacy. These are the individuals that have gotten the go ahead to kill unarmed blacks, to beat up little girls, to kill little boys. As we've seen here in my home state, Ohio and Cleveland with Tamir Rice. And those officers got off. You know, and one of the things that I don't, a lot of black individuals don't understand is that we're a threat to, to this society. The things that we have accomplished with little to no resources is astounding. 
We are a different breed of people. You know, and and I know that um, within the past few years, there has, there has been a great awakening that has been going on. So now my beliefs is that everything that is going on is to is to put a lot of us back to sleep. You know, the Republican Party knew what they were getting with Trump. They didn't care. They didn't care. They didn't start caring until white individuals was being attacked and harmed. That's when they started to care. Now they're talking about impeachment. What, a week left of his term? It's it's all... It's all for show, family. It's all for show. You know, we know that when it comes to propaganda, which is what the major news sources is, because it's controlled media. It's not a media that <clears throat> that encourages free speech and free opinion. It's controlled to get a specific reaction from the people. Control chaos. I, I continue to speak on the chaos theory and that's all it, That's all politics is, is controlled chaos, controlled opposition. And what happened on, D, uh, on January the 6th is, pr is proof that this is controlled opposition. You know, now you have Mike Pence, you know, he was for the impeachment of Trump. I don't know. We, we wasn't behind the closed doors or on their phone calls. You know, we, we seen the, the angry tweets that Pence have made, you know, and, and now uh, the Hill has said that he's against the impeachment now. You know, and I, I spoke it. I spoke about it in what a couple episodes back. You know, the devil is still the devil. Just because we have a blatant racist out of office, Biden is still a racist. I mean, look at his history. You know. Black people came out in masses and the news media and politicians, um, you know, praise black people for coming out in masses to vote. You know, the biggest black voting turnout in history. Just like I asked on Friday's episode. What tangible what tangibles did we get in return? What agenda did we go to these politicians with? to before we gave them our vote because now you have people from black lives matter uh, uh uh crying about you know tangibles now well they they got our vote now so what does it matter now they ain't got to do shit we didn't force them to promise us anything nothing at all You know, we're, 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 
we're like the prosecute the prostitute that doesn't charge the john for her services that's what that's what the black community is like because we haven't forced any politician hand and then we allow them to put non-foundational black americans in office because of the complexion of their skin as a representation of us and their plight is not the same as ours it's not But, you know, we're we're, we're sitting up here and we allow politicians to pander to us. And, you know, and and we see the monstrosity that is going on within this corrupt system and it's turning on itself. And, you know, when when it when it come when it came to, you know, the Capitol coup. We know that no other culture or ethnic group would have been able to walk freely into the Capitol building and no repercussions had. None whatsoever. So, you know, then then you have within this past year, you have the most executions in over 130 years was done in this past year under the Trump administration. Now, after he complained about the death penalty, 10 individuals was executed. And now all of a sudden with everything going on, there was a a, a woman that was supposed to be executed today and they stayed her execution Now, this woman beat another woman who was pregnant, eight months pregnant, cut open her womb and detached her child away from her. And now... They said what her lawyer said that, you know, mental health reasons, she can't stand, she can't go for, move forward. And the claim is that her lawyer allegedly contracted COVID. I'm always looking to the underlining. I don't believe, I don't believe what is told to me up front just because it is what it is. You know, and then, as I stated earlier, with your teachers, with your white teachers, with your white police officers, with your uh, um, your white law enforcement, enforcement agents um, across the board, these were the individuals that was at the, the Capitol. At the Capitol building, trying to seize it. These are the same individuals that we have watching our children, that we have in our communities that may live right next door to you. So 
You have a known racist about to get out of office. You have a known racist coming into office. So my question is, family, what's the difference? What's the difference? If racism is racism, what's the difference? Because, I mean, we we see all of a sudden now that Trump is leaving office, Fauci and Bill Gates done resurfaced. They done resurfaced. You know, so controlled opposition, controlled chaos. The human body breaks down when it's stressed, when it has um, different symptoms. The human body breaks down, thus allowing it to be easier to become sick. If, this is just a question, if the Health and Food and Drug Administration was really concerned about the United States constituents and and they said that the coronavirus attack your immune system, it breaks your body down, then why not encourage people to take natural remedies and substances in order to strengthen and build your immune system. Because everything that the human body needs is in the earth. And and I, I get it and I understand that a lot of the earth has been tainted, you know, from wars and, you know, the toxic waste dumps. And, you know, so a lot of the soil has been tainted. You know, then we have an, a company like Monsanto's um that has got control of all of the seeds you know so i always tell the family it's always more going on than men's the eye now if you choose to go down the rabbit hole i promise you that some of the things that you're going to find is going to be disturbing And as I talked about a couple episodes ago, I understand that ignorance is bliss. My issue is how, as a black, a foundational black American, how can I trust the same system that imprisoned, beat, raped, sodomized my ancestors? Not just the men and the women, but the boys and the girls as well. How can I trust this same system that did that did the Tuskegee experiments along with something else? How can I trust the same system that told my ancestors proven through science that they were less than human? who were doing experiments on slave women and slave men for science. And you're telling me this is the same corrupt government and system that I'm supposed to trust? I'm supposed to trust this same system and believe that they have my best interest at heart and my lineage's best interest at heart? 
The same system that tore the black family apart. The same system that allowed Jim Crow to happen. The black codes to be implemented. Laws and legislation passed that, that states that a black man, <clears throat> excuse me, that a black man has no rights that a white man is bound to respect. But this is the same system that I'm supposed to trust. Now, granted, the healthcare industry has made massive leaps. I get that. I understand that. And I'm not diminishing that. But most of our ailments is from the toxic foods that we eat. The, the fruits and vegetables that they put pesticides and germicides on that we don't clean off, that we don't wash off, and then we just eat the fruit. Johnson & Johnson has lawsuits against it because people have allegedly stated that the baby powder and lotion has caused cancer. Now, we're not chemists. But if you do your research, you'll understand that it's just not one thing in particular that does the body harm, but it's a multiple of things. When it comes to this corrupt system, it is about money and power. That's all it's about. The higher up you go, it's about power, control. The last stimulus check, Trump was 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 uh, um, forced to sign because of the deadline, and he wanted to get resources to the populace. In that stimulus package, we're giving trillions of dollars to other countries for transgender research. Now, what does that have to do with anything that's going on over here? But these are the politicians that have your best interests at heart. These are the individuals that stage the coup and it's been reported that different law enforcement agents were, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> were complicit in the coup. And there's a there's an individual. I have yet to find his name. But there's an individual in Kentucky that was a state trooper that was there. So how many times if he believes in this corrupt system, how many times did he pull people over in the state of Kentucky for driving while black? Hmm? 
on my way home this evening, there was, what, three, three law enforcement cars on the highway within a mile and a half radius. Then we have reports stating that there will soon be um, demonstrations at every capital state building or state capital building. I've been telling the family for a long time especially the black family at the rate that everything is going, we don't know what is getting ready to happen. If these protests happen, they might implement martial law to a degree they have, and they use the coronavirus to do so. Every situation that has happened on American soil, they have used that that said thing to take away human rights. They're not going to stop. I've said before that you have a lot of individuals believe that we're headed towards a socialism government. I can see that where most of the American citizens citizens will be depending on the government for resources. I can see that. You know, but like I tell the family, just be careful. Pay attention to your surroundings. When you go in the building, in case anything pop off, know your exit points. You know, I received a call yesterday. You know, and this individual only calls me when something is revealed unto them. You know, and this particular individual, you know, just let me know, you know, every time you go to the grocery store, get a little bit more, get a little bit more water. And they just said, prepare yourself. And I'm passing it on to the family, you know, at least have a 30 day supply. And you ain't got to get a, a, a bunch of stuff all at one time. Just just like I was told, just get a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit extra. Because we don't know. We know what this government is capable of doing. And I know that a lot of people love to be optimistic. I don't trust this government. Not whatsoever. You know, so... <clears throat> That's that. Now, tonight's topic of conversation 
is do you qualify for what you want? And I use qualify in the sense because, let me start here. The past couple weeks, I've had conversations with different individuals and I'm, I'm hearing, you know, especially, you know, people, you know, having a higher, a greater desire to be in relationships, a greater desire to be married, you know, and, and so, you know, people one one of the questions that I ask, uh, especially, especially women, you know, is what are you looking for in a man? And, you know, most women, you know, right off the bat, boom, 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 boom. Okay, cool. The caliber of man that you would like, what does he, what is he looking for? And then I'm asked, well, what do you mean? And I'm 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 baffled by it because I'm like, well, if you don't know what that man wants, how you know that you qualify for that man? And the same with men, the type of woman that we want. Do we qualify for that caliber of woman? You know, a lot of women said security, you know, on different levels. Okay, cool. You know, and I know and I always ask people, are you are you that which you are seeking? Because most people want. Most people's wants is to protect some type of insecurity or fear. And I am a firm believer of that. It may be your fears and your insecurities may be from past hurts, past disappointments because of some uh, unrealistic expectations that you held up towards that individual. You know, so that may be why you were disappointed. I, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, as I always do, I'm just asking questions. You know, and I ask people, I ask men and women, what are your qualifications? What are your qualifications for said relationship? If you don't have those qualifications, are you working to be qualified? That's just like being an entrepreneur. Being an entrepreneur doesn't start the moment that you start your business. It starts with all the logistic research, with all of the economic research, um, the understanding of your product, the understanding of uh, um, the, the buyer and the seller's market. It, it doesn't start the, mo- you know, the moment, you know what? Now I'm going to start a business. No, the work starts before that. And I asked a question, um, you know, this morning on IG, you know, pertaining that, you know, as far as the, the inner work. You know, because if you if you jump into something, whether it's a business, whether it's a relationship and you don't know. One, if you're qualified, um, not just to sustain it, but do you have the available resources? 
you know, do you have what is needed to make that that company that you started or the business that you started, do you have what it takes to make it work? Do you have individuals around you that knows what it takes to work? You know, and that just doesn't go for, you know, the business, but it, it also transfers over to relationships. You know, and, and I think a lot of times uh, uh, men in today's society, women in today's society are fucking coddled. You have a bunch of simps running around, but bunch of pandering uh, uh, adult males running around. And then you have some women on some level that are disappointed because instead of dating his reality, you date his potential. His reality is his reality. I mean, that everybody has potential. We stay in some of the worst relationships because of potential. And then when it doesn't work out, we have a problem with taking accountability for the decision that we made to move forward in that relationship. And then we build up, we build up <clears throat> fear-based uh, standards and we establish egoic beliefs. And that's what, that, those are the principles that we stand on. Those are the principles that of the type of relationships that we're looking for. And family, as my suggestion, we need to stop that. You attract who and what you are. So when someone shows you who they are, best believe somewhere in your life, they're just reflecting you back to you. If you attracted a liar, what are you lying to yourself about? If you attracted a manipulator, what are you manipulating yourself about? What kind of redundant fantasies do you have? Because, see, what we don't want to get into oftentimes is the conversation. As men get older, they procure more resources. The younger we are, we're still trying to figure out who we are. And, and speaking with some of my aunts, you know, and speaking with other individuals who are grown, I'm not I'm not speaking of young adults, but I'm I'm speaking 50 and older. They'll tell you that a man doesn't come into a stride until he's 40 years old, at, at least between the ages of 35 and 40. That's when he got that's when he has some type of ground 
under him and he's established some things, you know, and he knows what direction that he's, he's going. So a man's resources is what some women judge him on. And that's fine. You want what you want. Not a problem with that. But as I asked earlier to the ladies, the type of man that you're intrigued by and that you're looking for, what does he want? And I hear, I rarely hear men say that they've settled for a woman. Um, it usually, usually comes out of women's mouths. Well, I, I'm not going to settle. But my question is, if the type of man that you want, would he be settling for you? And, and I, I, I know, I, I get it. I get it. That, that may hurt. That question may hurt. That, it, may, it may sting a little bit, and that's okay. We're, we're here to have real dialogue. I told y'all coming into this year, we, we not pandering to nobody. You know, and we know that a man judges, <clears throat> we know that men judges a woman's worth based on how she looks, the shape of her body, how her face looks. That's what we judge women based on. And I know that some men, you know, will sit up here and pander to the women and, and sit up here and simp for, you know, and, and say that, you know, uh, you ain't, you, you don't need to change. You don't need to do this. You're fine just the way you are. And let's be real. If a man hasn't chosen you and you've been in multiple relationships, then who's the problem? If you're attracting a particular type of man, who's the problem? You're the common denominator, not him. The kinds of men that you attract is common. But one thing I've learned is that I can escape anyone and everybody else, but I can't escape myself. Men don't want a loud and disrespectful woman. <clears throat> Men want someone. <clears throat> and this, this, I've heard a handful of women say. When the word submission comes up, it's like fighting words. And I don't understand why, especially for those who um, are faith-based based believers. And, for, and, and, and I get it. <clears throat> My second question with, to those women who, uh, uh, when they hear the word submission to their man, that they become fighting words or a trigger word 
Was your father around? Was your father the head of the home? Because if your father wasn't around, if he wasn't active in your life, if your father uh, uh, didn't raise you, um, I, I told my daughter this past weekend, we had went out to brunch, me, her, and my son. And we went to brunch. And one of the things that I explained to her is that as your father... It is my job to teach you and to give you a standard of what a man looks like. And as you become older, you will make some decisions that may not work out for you. And I'll be here for you. But when it comes to dating seriously, don't accept a man that cannot match what your father does or greater. You know, so if your father was around, he would he would have taught you that submission is not a curse word. It's not fighting words. Because when you look at the etymology and the 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 definition of what submission is, it means to bring authority under authority. It means to be led, to be guided, to be taught. Now, I'm not talking about submitting to a man who tries to dominate you. That's that's not what I'm saying, family. I'm saying a man that leads to the best of his ability. That's what I'm saying. Men want men desire a woman that is going to come and, and the way a man's physique is, the way we're built naturally, our shoulders is to carry the burden of the family. That is our biological makeup. It is to carry the load of the family. A woman's natural instinct is to nurture. You have a lot of relationships out here. Men aren't leading and women aren't nurturing. So you have a complete role reversal in the relationship. You have women leading the family and the men during the nurturing. But if we're going according to the scriptures, that's not the guidelines. That's not the guidelines. And see, and, and my question is for the women who have a problem or who have issue with submitting to their man or to their husband, why is it so easy for you to submit at work? And why is it so easy for you to submit to your pastor? You got a problem submitting at home, but I ain't got no problem submitting everywhere else. What's the issue? Because as a leader, if, you're, if your husband is not in the church, 
and you're in the church, but he and he has no problem with you being at church and in the church. Then what's the problem? Stop creating issues where there is none. You know, and I've asked men what type of woman they're looking for. And it's it, it, when it comes to real men, it's, it's pretty much the same synopsis. Because the, 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 the men that I deal with and that I hang around, we can do outside of giving birth. We can do everything a woman can. We can do every. We can cook. We can clean. We can wash dishes, wash clothes, and we do it. So, what makes you special that catches our eye and that gets us to choose you for a serious, committed relationship? What makes you stand out? And I get it, ladies. I get it that what uh, uh, based on this, the statistics, women, you know, uh, um, what there it's eight to one. So there's going to be competition. And I know that's hard. For a lot of women to accept. There is going to be competition. And you. You as a woman might be a good fit. But if you don't know how to submit. And come under authority. We'll we'll look right over you. We'll look right over you. We're like, oh, yeah, she cute. All right, bye. Because what most men are looking for is a woman who has a high sense of feminine energy. We don't want a woman who's going to sit up here and be combative and be challenging, you know, and, and come at us as if she's a man. Because, see, one thing I know about being a man, we're going to respond in kind. Right, wrong, or indifferent, we're going to respond in kind. And respect goes both ways. Men to women, women to men. You know, you get what you give. I'm a, I'm a strong, firm believer of that. You get what you give. And see, I, I'm the type of man that I'm petty. I prove points. I prove points. Right, wrong, or indifferent. Um, I'm extremely easy to get along with as long as everyone is respectful and accountable for themselves. That's my biggest thing. Accountability, accountability, accountability. 
you know, and ladies, you want your man to be accountable for his decisions, his mistakes. Cool. Fine. Not a problem. A real man is going to take ownership of everything that he does. The good things and the bullshit of his life. He's going to take accountability of it. Ladies. We're looking for you to do the same. I posted on my story today. Um, excuses is the absence of accountability. There may be reasons that help encourage your decision. Yeah, I get that. But an excuse is I did this because nah, just you wanted to do it and the circumstances prevented him. Uh, um, presented themselves and thus you did what you wanted to do that, I mean that, that's that's what that is that's what accountability is I made this choice I made this decision I got to live with it if a relationship fails it's accountable for both parties to take ownership of the 100% that they did not give. Relationship is not 50-50, it is 100-100. If you didn't do 100% of what you should have done, then you're at fault. If you're sitting up here playing tick for tack, you're both at fault. See, relationship doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be hard. Yes, will it be challenging? Of course, because you got two whole ass individuals coming together, trying to make one unit work. So yeah, it's going to be challenging at times, but difficult? Nah, it doesn't have to be. Because if you're both in alignment, not on the same page, because we grow at different times of our life our, our life process is different so just because you you work well with somebody doesn't mean that you're both going to grow simultaneously now being in alignment just means headed in the same direction so as long as the relationship is headed in the, the same direction and you both understand the direction that the relationship is going and that's where i fought men for not being uh, uh honest with women but you sitting up here telling her what she wants to hear because you don't want to deal with the blowback. Grab your nuts, stand 10 toes down, tell her what it is. Now, if she chooses that she doesn't want to deal with it, fine, that is her decision. That's her decision. She has every right to make that decision. So stop being a little boy about it and pouting about it because grown men, tell they speak their truth. Grown men know where they are in life and grown men change because they need to change. Not because their woman keeps sitting up here nagging and complaining that you do this and you do that. If that is your truth, 
if you decide to change, you change for you. And I promise you, men, she will have a deeper respect for you because you change for you and not for her. Because too often what ends up happening when us as men change for the woman that we're in relationship with, we resentment is created. If it doesn't work out the way we want it to work out. And we need to stop that. The, the, it's time to raise our sons to be men, not to be simps, not to be panderers, you know, uh, um, not to be sitting up here telling women what they want to hear just because they want to hear it. And that's not who they are. This is why so many women get disappointed is because just like I teach my son, a man says what he means and means what he says. So don't tell somebody that you're going to do something if you have no intentions of doing it. Because one thing about a woman, she will hold you accountable to your word. Well, you said, you said, but you didn't. A woman going to hold a man accountable to his word. So while you out here simping and pandering and not speaking your truth, you're lying to her and you're manipulating her. Women, ladies, I say the same thing to you. Just because you want that man or his resources, got to be honest, because sometimes it's not, you know, I want to be with him because I want to be with him. Nah, you want to be with him because of his resources or how he looks. You don't even know that you don't know nothing about his char character. You don't know if he's a man of integrity. But you want what you want. So it is what it is. For those who don't know, that's my favorite saying. It is what it is. So at the end of the day, whatever you got coming, that's what you're going to get. You know, so. You know. Like I said, family, I, I, I've, I've been hearing too much of men and women wanting what they want and they don't know what each other wants. They don't, they don't know what each other want. Ladies, start asking your man, what is it that he wants? And men, stop falling in line with a fairy tale that you don't plan to live up to. Stand in your truth. If she's a quality woman, she'll respect that. She'll honor that. You know, so my, my biggest thing, the only thing that you can control is you. You can't control nobody else. You can't control nobody else. The only person that, that you can control is yourself. So how about we start working on that? How about we start doing that? Stop worrying about what your partner isn't doing or is doing and start worrying about what you're doing. If they do something, 
that you deem or perceive as disrespectful or out of line, express that. And if they don't take that into consideration and, 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 and change because they see that it will better the relationship. Hmm. You might have to make a decision. You might have to make a decision. I mean, if you're married, you're stuck in it. You just got to deal with the growth process. But just a relationship, you can make the decision to stay or go. You have that right. You have that right. You know, and, and the caliber of person that you are will oftentimes be the caliber of person that you attract. You want greater, you have to become greater. You have to become greater if you want greater. And based on reality, like I said, are you worth it? Are you worth it? Are you qualified to have it? Because see, after you get it, after you get that relationship, that's when the work actually begins. Because they are going to show you, they're going to mirror everything that is right and everything that is wrong about you. They're going to mirror that back to you. Because oftentimes our triggers, our issues, we oftentimes do that same thing. <laughs> Stop preaching to my soul. I'm just I'm I'm just speaking from conversation and experience. You know, we, we, we have to understand that in order for us to change our situation, we must first change our perspective. In order to change our perspective, we must first change how we look at things. In changing how we look at things and how we perceive things, we must first get to the root of why we see it that way. You know, and you know, like I mean, like I said, family. Accountability. Accountability. You know, I, I sometimes, I oftentimes see, you know, when a relationship in, a man will, will say, I fucked up. Damn, I let a good one go. I've heard one woman in all the conversations that I've had with women say that they fucked up. I had a good man. No, he wasn't perfect. But he was good to me. But 
I let him go because I felt that I could find better. Or I thought that the grass would be greener on the other side. And I'm not saying, ladies, you got to say it to men. But when I ask women if their girlfriends keep them accountable, a lot of times they say no. You know, she'll cater to my feelings. She'll cater to my emotions, you know, as a pick-me-up. But ladies, y'all have to help as well. Y'all have to let each other know. And stop trying to talk with one another to get an alliance. To get your girlfriends on on your side. Tell the truth. I did this, I acted like this, and he responded in kind. <laughs> They're looking through the dirty windows of the past will mess up future. Oh, man. That's heavy. That's heavy, Amanda. Yes. 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 Looking through the dirty windows of the past will mess up future, future visions. We, 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 man, we, too many times I hear people talk about, you know, they are what they went through. No, you're not. You're not. You're not what you went through. What you went through may have been messed up. Yes. May have been chaotic. Better term may have been fucked up. Yes, what you went through may have been. But that's not who you are. You know, and until we're able to deal with that, until we're able to do the self-work and the inner work and to realize that without, without being fictitious, as to our reality. Because a lot of times we do that. You know, we, we project our potential when going through instead of just saying, okay, you know what? I may, I could have may responded to this different. Not doing the shoulda, coulda, woulda's to demean yourself, but as a revelation. Damn, I I didn't take care of that situation correctly. I didn't. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, we mess up too. Any woman that says she don't is lying to herself. There's a lot of women out there lying to themselves. Because the projection, the perspective of what a lot of men get is that your mother Teresa you know and you have this mother Mary image and and, and a lot of women who have a problem with telling a man her faults and her shortcomings and, and I, I won't even place that on, on just women. I'm, I'm going to place that on men and women because 
we are concerned about what the individual is going to think about us. We we're concerned if the other individual is going to lose respect for us. So this is why we lie and manipulate situations versus then telling people the truth, even if it hurts. The truth is, is not always going to be comfortable. A lot of times the truth is going to be uncomfortable. You know, and the self-preservation, though at times can save your life, even in relationships, a lot of times in relationships, it is detrimental because we're more concerned with, we're more concerned to get the outcome that we want versus then how it may affect our partner. Let's see. Debbie said, I always say there are two kinds of people, those who live what they've learned and those who learn from what they lived. We all have choices as we get older. Yes, we do. We do. And it, it, the decision is to learn. Because I know people who to this day and some of which are my elders Refuse to take accountability for the decisions and the choices that they made. Everybody else is the problem. It's not them. Yet everywhere they go, every person that they, uh, um, it's always an individual at every place that they go that they have an issue with, but they don't see how they are the, the issue. So the choice is also to learn, to make the decision that everything that I go through is going to be is a learning lesson. And to ask after you've come out of that, what have I learned about myself? And stop making egoic standards and walls and fear based walls and insecurity walls instead of dealing with the problem. You know, the family who tunes in, you know, uh, um, I had to begin my healing journey uh, from abandonment issues, you know, because there were some situations that my parents went through and choices that they made where my perception was that both of them on occasion had abandoned me. So people that walked out of my life, even though at times it may have been valid, I my perception is that they've abandoned me. You know, so we have to start dealing with our issues. You know, and, and we have to stop projecting our insecurities onto other individuals. You know, and that's just, that's growth and maturity. I don't care how old you are. I know some 50-year-old fools. I know some 65-year-old children. So maturity is not based on age. Maturity is based on your inner growth. Because if you still have the same mindset, if you're still holding on 
to that same mindset from past hurts, if you're still holding on for that unforgiveness, somewhere you're going to have to deal with it. And if you don't deal with it voluntarily, you're going to end up dealing with it involuntarily. But the decision is yours. You know, so just closing out, family, I ask you again, are you qualified for what you want? You know, men, you can think that you're a man based on different characteristics, different resources that you have available. And the type of woman that you may be looking for, do you know what she wants? Do you know what she wants? Ladies, do you, the type of and the caliber of man that you're looking for, do you know what he wants? And ask yourself, when you, when, when you ask that individual, find the individual who has the qualities that you're looking for and ask them what they want. And then ask yourself, am I qualified to have that? And go from there. When you ask yourself, am I qualified to have what I want? And when you can answer it honestly, then you'll know where the work needs to start. But that's my time. Uh, closing out like I always do, like at uh, the beginning of the show, giving the shout outs to my sister, Aries Owens. Copper book, hear me out. Uh, you can follow her here on Facebook. You can go over to IG and follow her as well. Um, my brother, Gary Crenshaw. You can follow him on IG at the G Spot Detailing. Also, the paintings that y'all see in the background every week, that is from my beloved aunt, Kim Black. Inboxer, if you're looking for a painting for the house or for your man or woman cave. Um, shout, giving a shout out to my young brother, two young brothers, two of my young brothers, um, Dwayne, you can follow him at, at Megadon216 on IG. You can follow my younger brother, uh, Fred Council. They both produce. Um, Fred's FC's catalog is growing. You can follow him at FC on the beat on IG. And, and go, you can go to his webpage. And, and, and if you're looking for music family, I promise you, he's got something for you. He's got something for you. Um, what else? What else? Yep. Also, um, if you're looking to get your vehicle ceramic coating detailed, if you need heated seats, if you need a remote start, if you need your windows tinted, if you need running boards, if you want to put some new lights on your vehicle, whatever you may need, um, we're a one-stop shop. We just don't do painting. <laughs> we do pretty much everything else. Uh, inbox myself, inbox the big homie, Rodney Dukes, and you can follow us on IG at Polish Em Off ADC. There you have it. But well, once again, 
This has been another episode of Candid Conversations. I'm your host, Mark D. Friday's episode, tune in, will be going live on YouTube every Friday between 8.30 and 9-ish, somewhere around there, depending on when I get settled in. But every Friday, we'll be going live on YouTube. So check us out. Go over to the uh, to the channel, Candid Conversations with Mark D. Subscribe, like, share, agree or disagree. Pays me no, never mind. I just love talking with the family. Deuces.